<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. All right, are you ready to crush some dreams and burst some bubbles? Let's do it. Let's talk about the lies that we tell each other. When... Yeah, lies that we tell each other throughout dating, but even more so, like, because sometimes I feel like you don't tell lies; they're just you just do them. Does that make sense? No, the lies it we do. <laughs> that make any sense. Yeah, you're lying right now. How am I lying? About what? You're, you're wearing fake eyelashes, <laughs> so you're lying right now. <laughs> well, listen, you're and that's a lie you did. <laughs> there you go. It all makes sense okay, now. Okay, fine. That's a lie you live. Actually, okay. you should say that's the lie I live. So let's talk about those. We can talk about that. Let's talk about how the lie begins before the first date. It does even starts. So this is where we get the the Photoshop on our on our on our photos and like editing photos and face tuning, mm-hmm. and it happens a lot, and it's very sinister. Well, especially uh, right now. Because a lot of meetups originally hap- happen online, either through dating apps or you know social media, and you kind of DM, talk, talk, and then you start to meet up. Right, it's, right. It's not, yeah. How many times has this happened to you, where you will meet up with a girl who yeah. looks one way on her dating profile or Tinder or whatever you're into, yeah, and she's a different looking person when you actually see her? Um, it has happened more than <laughs> I wish it had, <laughs> uh, multiple times. Uh, yeah, it had happened quite a lot, uh, especially through dating apps. Um, sometimes I've been pleasantly surprised, but a lot of times you meet somebody on a dating app and uh, through a dating app and I, I see them in person. I was like, man, the angle you took the picture is really <laughs> like, you it's know, all about those high angles, Julian. Yes. I yes. did not see the double chin. Right. No, you know, no. like stuff. I mean, it was just like, yeah, that's happened a lot. Most women are guilty of editing photos. I certainly am. But back in the day before I was really a professional at it, I would I would edit the absolute shit out of my photos. This like crazy. the only discerning features you could actually see would be teeth and eyes. <laughs> Everything else was just like it was almost like a like a human like a personified beer goggle situation like, <laughs> like, you see but that's everything horrifying. else was just blurry and fuzzy and didn't make any sense but that, that's horrifying because most guys first of all don't do that i mean sure they can lie about their height online right oh and right? they do a lot they do a lot yeah yeah but you you guys have double lies you have the online lies of what you look like with the filter and without the filter and the whole thing and then when we see you in person there's another lie about what you look like without the fake eyelashes the pound of makeup and the fake hair and the fake everything whereas us you know we show up if we're short and when we advertise you arrive and you're like okay you're shorter i have been i have been told never to trust a man who wears too many hats do you know why because typically (laughs) that means they are concealing something either they're concealing them being bald, which is, okay. by the way, okay, okay, if you're bald, but you yeah. have to advertise that. You have to let somebody know that you're bald because it can be a deal breaker for some women. Sure. You have to be honest about it. Okay, well. Don't hide behind the hat, Julian. I'm not wearing the hat. You have a full I, head of hair, so that's fine. So um, full of hair. 
I also Luckily. feel like a lot of men will hide behind their beards. And I don't really know why men have this obsession with facial hair. Is it because you th- you you can grow it so it's cool? Yeah. It's a, so I think that they're concealing. I don't know. Like, listen, if you have a weak chin, if you have bird lips, then maybe you're hiding something. Like, I would prefer to see what you look like without any facial hair. I'm not sure I've ever seen you yeah, without t- facial hair. There's pictures of me without it on, on you have Instagram at least, and stuff. You have at least scruff. And I actually have a very chiseled jaw. Luckily, <laughs> I've been blessed with that. And so I've been told. But, um, okay, so... Can I just so, say one more thing about beards? Because yeah, I really, this ahead. is a sore subject for me. I was uh, this close, and, and if, you're, if you're not watching this, I mean like this close, like super close, super close, to going on a date with a guy who I saw his profile picture. He was clean shaven. He looked like, a, like he was on Wall Street. You know what yeah. I mean? Like just like a, a prepster, which is kind of sort of what I'm into. Um, and I recently saw a couple of photos of him. He was on a camping trip. Yeah. And he had some substantial hair growth on his face. And I was like, how long is this going to be happening? Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, I'm just growing out my hair as an experiment. Okay. Yeah, we've all done that. Experiment. Yeah. Uh, and I said, well, how long are you going to keep this up? And he said, as long as, it, as long as it takes. Yeah. So he wound up growing out a full, uh, it looked like just pubis, like all over his chin. It looked like somebody had set his beard on fire and then put it out with, <laughs> with a dirty shoe. Okay, well. <laughs> like, just... I mean, there are ways to grow your beard and keep it clean. He just didn't do that. Uh, apparently not, which makes me gag just thinking about like oh men God. who have to go through the it's the heartache of cleaning a beard. Like what what's in that beard where you have to anyway? Okay. Well, um, no, there's okay. a few things. Sorry, right there. that was a tangent, but yeah, I'm but just saying I'm not a big fan of like the big lumberjack beards. But two things. First of all, you're so harsh. Instead <laughs> of things, I'm out here like trying to you know be collected in how I talk about hair extensions, all that stuff. But you're out here is like you're, I'm gagging thinking about beards. <laughs> And, um, and the second thing is that, that is subjective. You'd be surprised the amount of girls oh, who sure, also says, Oh, Oh, so pictures of me with a longer beard. And they'd be like, Oh, it, it looks so much better when you had a longer beard. So that's sometimes that's, that's not yeah, about some that's, women like beards. I'm not saying that that's yeah. not speaking for everybody. And sometimes it, it really is like, just cause you want to grow a beard. It's not, we don't necessarily hide something. Yeah. Some people, some guys just grow beards, and when they shave, they look they look good, too. I've also seen, you know, just based on my experience as a correspondent on the red carpet all the time, I've definitely seen a nut, because a lot of male celebrities are very tiny. Like, you would never guess. Like, yeah. they're just, like, miniature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've seen a couple of male celebrities on the carpet who wear gigantic shoe lifts. It, like, RuPaul's Drag Race shoe lifts. Like, okay. like oh, wow. very, yes. Um, so, I, I do believe that men lie about... Their, their height as well. Okay. Because a lot of women have their requirements. Like, you know, you have to be at least six feet or above. Okay. So l- men lie. Okay. So let's sum it up. Sum it up. Sometimes men, men wears hats because they have maybe they're starting to bald a little bit. And then some wear a shoe lift because they're shorter than what they want to be. And then the other one is they grow a beard to hide their weak chin. All right. So that's three. According to, like- according to Jen's, <laughs> Jen's like, <laughs> analysis that's three well, let's go over all like, of the girls okay lives. sure okay sure. i can i can name you a list okay so we have waist uh, trainers waist trainers do you I know what those are that one. waist trainers they like it's like a corset it like yeah. sucks in your waist we have spanks yeah uh we have padded jeans 
Oh my god. We have three. And I used to use these. Okay, so don't Why? don't hate on it. Uh, not padded jeans. I don't need need any padding in my no. jeans. Thank you very much. You have a big ass. I have a big ass. Um, I but I used to use the little chicken cutlets for your bra, like to make your boobs look bigger. Okay. Okay. And there's nothing more romantic than, you know, getting into it with the guy and, and having to remove your gelatinous padding from your bra before, <laughs> before it goes any further. And that's all it is. We call them chicken cutlets. So we have that. We have hair extensions. Yeah. Clip-ins, weaves, whatever it is. Yeah. We have eyelash, mm-hmm. uh, eyelash extensions. You mm-hmm. can do one of two things. You can either get the strip lashes at the CVS or Walgreens, whatever. Yeah. Or you could spend three hours in a chair get uh, getting your permanent ex- eyelash extensions. Okay. Um, either way, like I've left my, my lashes. My, this happened. I was at home. And my mom thought they were cockroaches. So she, so she sprayed Windex on my lashes for for a long time trying to kill uh, my eyelashes. So, yeah. No guys like all that shit. No guys like a girl that wears extension. No guys like a girl that wears a lot of makeup. No guys like a girl that wears long eyelashes, fake eyelashes. No guys like a girl that wears a padded bra because we're going to find out that you got no titties and you know, it, it doesn't matter. We'd rather, it's like, I'd rather know upfront what I'm getting than think I'm getting all of this. And then eventually realizing slowly, because what's the plan? Like you're gonna, you're gonna go to bed, turn the lights, go to the bathroom, remove it. And suddenly it's actually smaller than what it looked like. I guess my I think eyes what the plan wrong. is to get you to aesthetically fall in love with us to the point where you enjoy our company enough and it gets to a certain place and then maybe if like step two happens and like we stay over and you actually see the makeup come off and the blemishes and you know whatever you got going on by the time it gets to that point then maybe you'll be so in love with our personalities that you'll want to you'll want to hang that no that's the that's the end game cool so that doesn't work because (laughs) you know if we see you at your worst quote unquote and now we are falling in love imagine our reaction where we're going to see you a little dolled up we'll be like Holy shit. So you prefer a girl, even if you go out, you the girl I, you're with, you prefer she wears no makeup. I don't mind her wearing a bit, but I don't like a lot. So like a, a girl that wears a yeah. bit of like eyeliner, put some mascara on and a little bit of whatever needs to be done. That is more than enough for me. But once you ha- start having foundation all over the face that like if she touched my T-shirt, my shirt's full of makeup. No. Yeah. No, I, no, I, I don't. And like up that. close, you can see like the powdery. You know what I mean? It just yeah. like looks like something's painted on. Yeah. Yeah, that's not attractive. I mean, listen, like you, but but at the same time, you have to sympathize. You know, with women, we. I think we kind of do it. I I and I don't even know why. I mean, I wear makeup for a different reason because I'm on TV. But like when I go out, I don't know if I'm wearing makeup for to get the attention of other guys or if I'm wearing makeup for other women. And that's like a, a, a deeper psychological kind of thing. Because now knowing, which I've known this for a while, that men don't like women who wear a lot of makeup. Mm-hmm. So why do we do it? Yeah. When we know fully well that men don't like it. Yeah. We do it for other women. And what, 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 why? I think it's just for competition. Like who has the most makeup on? No. Just <laughs> like who might look, because we feel attractive when we have makeup on. It enhances our features. You know, so, so yeah, you're kind of like competing for the attention of a man because you know that other women are going to be wearing makeup too. If no one wore it, 
then it would be okay. Then it's a level playing field. But yeah, you but know imagine some girl's gonna you know walk step out like looking glamorous or whatever. So you wanna you wanna compete. Okay, but imagine competing without makeup and all guys. I'm like, wow, this girl looks great without makeup. Now you're killing everybody. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of women don't have that kind of self confidence. Yeah, but then you're never resolving the deep issue in a sense of you don't have the self-confidence, so you have to put makeup on. And then every time you don't have makeup, you won't have the self-confidence. What is what is <laughs> a... <laughs> yeah, let's change the subject. It seems like because you don't have an answer for that one. What is a lie that men so, will oftentimes tell women? Are we talking about like aesthetic lies now? or are we're we talking, talking about, about anything. Just, just so Because now we're pretty much saying that Hats are lies. Uh, contouring, makeup, eyelashes is lies. I guess this is where where we're we're going with this. No, um, I I think it's it's also like psychological things too. Because you know, if you're lying about your age, if you're lying about other things too, then there's a psychological component to that. Sure, but people will find out regardless about your age. I, or yeah, anything. I agree. I agree. I don't know what the point of the lies is. I don't know. Me neither. I'd, I'd love to get more about it but here's what here's what i can tell you that we do um also you have to admit that you guys are way more critical of ourselves and of guys oh yeah like like you'd be a as a as a guy like as a girl you'll be like some girls will be like oh he's no no way he's less than six foot absolutely not there's no way us we could see that you're wearing a push-up bra and be like Oh, her boobs aren't as big as advertised? No, but that's Listen, fine. I'm still I am down. I am by no means speaking for the general female population when I say what I say. I'm, I am speaking s- strictly for myself. Okay, so you're the very I hypercritical an, one. An, <laughs> which also might be why, why I'm you're single. single. Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah. I actually did uh, when I was talking to somebody online, and I, I actually lied about my, my height. What did, you, what did you say you were? <laughs> I said I was uh, 5'7". You did not. I did. We we're talking and we we're vibing and, and I think something we came up about. We come we started talking about. So why would you test stuff. her like that? To see. Because if she's like, oh, oh, yeah, that's, that's you know. If she was started to be cold, I'd be like, that girl's just What if she preferred fuck. shorter men? Then perfect. Because... Perfect. Who? Why? You're 6'2". Yeah. 6' whatever you are. Because six, that does not exist, the girl that prefers shorter men. Oh, that's... I, I beg to differ. You shorter know? women prefer men who are, aren't like, you know, like a climbing a tree. I'm not a tree. I'm 6'2". Like a giraffe. Not, no, giraffe is like... You're actually pretty tall. Like, you're substantially taller than me. Yeah. And I'm 5'5". Five, five. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just saying... Yeah, height is, height is one thing. You know what other lies we tell men? And it's not necessarily a lie. It's just preparation. So I, I, for example, have an arsenal of uh, flattering selfies that I keep in my phone at the ready in case a guy I'm dating asks for, take a picture of yourself. And I have them in all different kinds of situations. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's you not know, it's I have the couch same. selfies. I have wow. bathroom selfies. Um I have selfies where I'm just like laying around in a t-shirt. I have selfies where I just came back from the gym, post-workout selfies. Wow. Yeah. So they're not in the moment. <laughs> they're not exactly in the moment. That You'd is... be surprised at how many women do that, by the way. I actually caught one one day. You like did? That. Yeah. You know how? 
How? Because the nail polish in the picture she sent <gasps> me was a different color than the last time I saw her, which was like a day before. Oh, no. Yeah. And I remember saying, oh, that's an old picture, huh? Oh, my God. You yeah. called her out on it? What'd she say? Uh, oh, yeah. She's like, oh, my God, yes. Uh, I'll take one brand new for you. Blah, blah, blah. See, the, the, like, the, a, a smart man would be like, take a picture of yourself, but hold up my name and the date. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty much a, a different way for me to say it. But I was like. You know, how I wanted her to figure out, like, to, to, to ask herself, how did he figure it out? Yeah. And I did. <laughs> Caught you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize this was a gotcha thing. Yeah, like, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I got caught, too. I got caught, too, one day because I, this was, like, it's <laughs> a bad thing, too. I was dating somebody else, and I took a picture of myself in, because I used to live with this guy. Yeah. Um, and I took a picture of myself in my old bathroom and the guy knew, so where was that taken? I'm yeah. like, that was a couple of years ago. Ah, there we go. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Cause sometimes you're not prepared for it, you know, and you always have to be ready for the ask in case it happens. You girls are just way more complicated than guys. That's We're crazy. so complicated. Yeah. If, and if I think we we put that on ourselves for the most part. I don't really don't think that I haven't I haven't been with a guy who's you know loved when I wear when I wear makeup or like you know prefers no. me with like uh, hair extensions or fake eyelashes. You oh, know what I mean? Hair extensions. I um, <laughs> uh, man, that was probably like eight years ago, eight nine years ago. I was dating a girl, and we're actually that was my girlfriend at the time, and uh, we um. We, we, every time we, we would go out, like, you know, she put hair extensions and she was very beautiful. And I was just like, why, why are you wearing that excess, like excess hair? Like nobody's yeah. going to notice whatever. And then, you know, she looked good at night, the fake hair, blah, blah, blah. And it was clip-ins or clip-ons. And, um, <laughs> how do we call it? <laughs> no, go on, go on, go <laughs> and, on. And I then have questions though. And then we'd go at home. We'd, we'd go home at the end of the night and, you know, she'd spend like 10 minutes in the bathroom and I would waiting in bed and I would hear like click, <laughs> click, click, <laughs> click. And I'm like, there you go. So She's sticking good. her hair out and then coming out of like now in the last six hours, I've gotten used to you with that much. Right. Hair. And now so it's, it's shocking like, when she comes out what, and it's what half happened? the hair. You know what happened? Uh, and you I never can't, like, understood run it. your hands no. through a girl if she has tracks in her hair. That's Would impossible. Never understood. I never, still to this day, I don't understand. Unless, like, you know, if you have, I, I understand if, if, you know, some people have, like, conditions with, with thinning hair or oh, whatever, and they want to just look a little bit fuller, which this, but if you have a good set of hair, I never understand why having extensions. I always said the hallmark of a truly beautiful woman is if she looks beautiful, bald. And there's no real way of gauging that. But like a Natalie Portman, for example, yeah, or a Demi Moore, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, beautiful. Because a lot of women, just like men, hide behind their beards. A lot of women hide behind their hair. Okay, you know, good, yeah, because they kind of look at it as the longer the hair, the 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 more of a of a of a distraction it's going to be from my face. Yep, yeah, again, <laughs> as sad as that is to say out loud. I mean, I feel like a lot of women feel that way. So some of my friends actually uh, prefer girls with short hair. With short hair? Yeah. Yeah. I know a few. Mm. And I don't know. I mean, I, I like having long hair. I, I wear clip-in extensions whenever I'm doing award shows. And then the next morning, I'll wake up with like what looks like an animal had crawled <laughs> into my bed. 
you know, it's it's not okay, but it happens. I think the I think the the bottom line in this conversation is you have to be confident in who you are at that moment, not like what in what potential you see for yourself or what potential you see for your partner, but you know who you are right now. Because a woman can step, she might not look as good as the others, but you know, if she steps into a room and exudes confidence and you can tell just by even body language, the way she carries herself, you know, when a woman walks into a room, I think guys and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like they can pick up on that. They can, they can sense when a woman's, uh, insecure or self-conscious. Okay. But then. Is that actual confidence if she shows up in the room full of makeup and hair extension and eyelashes? Because now her confidence is based on on not her being the real her. So that's well, not real her being confident and accepting who she is. Well, for some women, putting on you know the fake lashes and, and you know makeup and whatever it is makes them confident. They might not have that inner confidence that they that they should have, but. Listen, like it's the same for plastic surgery, you know. Okay. If, so you're if, saying do what makes you feel good. Right. If, okay. it, if, it makes you, if it makes you feel better about yourself, whatever you need to do to attain that level of confidence, go get it. Okay. I, that's why I, you know, when it comes to plastic surgery, if I see women who might be self-conscious about a few things, as long as they are, they are of sound mind and judgment, go, go ahead and get it. I, I will pass no judgment on anyone for doing something that makes them feel good about themselves. Okay. Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel that that's a great episode that we're doing. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I feel like people are just going to be like, they're just talking about hair and, and extension and there's no real point to it, mm. especially after like a good, when is a good time to have sex, Instagram relationship. Well, I mean, and we we're kind of like just renting about, you know, your views on hair extension and my views. It just feels very superficial in terms of the conversations that we're having. Um, maybe we could work in some of the, the bigger. So, okay. We're, we're, you know, we've talked a lot about the whole physical lying of predating, dating and all that stuff. But I think like lies goes way beyond all that, especially when you are actually dating, when you are in a relationship and when you're breaking up. So let's go over them. Right. So lies don't always have to be skin deep. I mean, it, it begins... Sometimes when you are, you know, courting that person, you're trying to figure out if this could be uh, someone that who I see as a longer term partner. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know if you've been in the situation before where you've you've dated around mm-hmm. and you're actively dating multiple people. Mm-hmm. But then you find of those multiple people, maybe one really is your stronger is, con- is candidate, stronger connection. Yeah. yeah. So at that point, do you tell the girl uh, that there are others who you're seeing? Usually if I am talking to multiple people i will not let them know however in usually and i'm saying 90 of the time once i am uh intimate with someone i try to avoid being intimate with multiple people okay usually speaking mm-hmm. if it's if it just started and i had let's say you know i was dating someone hanging out and we're being intimate and then i meet somebody else um that i'm ooh, i'm on, i'm actually interested in this i'd say it has happened where I'll still ride the first person that I'm dating and then see where this goes and try to get to know the other one better. And right. if I prefer the other one and where I see that something's happening, there might be a very short amount of period of time, a little overlap, um, okay. very short, but I'll try to end it and, and make a choice right away just out of respect. Now, is that a lie? 
I or is mean, it admitting the truth? I, I think that when you if you're not exclusive and the girl knows that you're not exclusive, then I don't think you have to really say anything, to be honest. The implication there is that, yeah, sure, we might not be talking about it, but I know you're seeing other people or you can see other people because we haven't had that conversation of exclusivity. Do you but know what I mean? Doesn't it isn't it isn't it kind of like um I don't know how we say it but like isn't it kind of obvious that once you start sleeping with someone on a regular basis you are exclusive? No. no. <laughs> That's just the French? No. <laughs> just the French? No, me? I mean I I oh Okay, God. have you been in that situation where you you are hanging out with someone and you know You've been, let's say, hanging out for about a month. Oh, you know I'm going to ask. <laughs> I hate this You've question. You've been hanging out with someone for about a month, month and a half, and things are, you know, going good, but you might not know if this is going to be long term for you. And then you meet somebody else, somebody just shows up in your life, and you're like, ooh, this I kind of interested. Yeah. Now, because you don't know what, where how serious the second person is or how far it's going to go, you kind of keep person number one around, so it's kind of like your safety net. Listen, I feel icky for admitting this. Okay, because I know it's not it's not a good thing to do. And I know that it's you know, you're playing with people's hearts and you're playing with their feelings. But everybody does this. Everyone does it. But that doesn't that doesn't Doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean it's right. But I can just tell you based on my own experiences. Yes, I've I've set up parachutes um, in my own life because I've been disappointed a lot. And I think when when you're disappointed a lot, I've gone through a two year you know, a uh, living situation where I was living with a, with a, a boyfriend it ended terribly. I was married. You know, we got divorced. That ended terribly. So when you've gone through trauma like that in, yeah. in relationships, you do. You wind up setting yourself up for a plan B um, because you Fair. don't want to be in that situation anymore where you get your heart crushed. Yeah. And trust and believe I have had my heart crushed so many times it's even made my mother like, I can't even believe that you still even want to date men anymore. <laughs> Damn. But <laughs> okay. Know? But like if the person that you're dating, if you already know, like cause we've all been in this situation, like I've already, I've been in a situation where I've dated someone and I'm like, this is fun, but mm-hmm. I already know deep, deep, deep down we're too different and yeah. it's not going to be long term. Now, you keeping this person around where you date somebody else or you get to know somebody else doesn't prevent you from a heartbreak because you're already not that into this person long term wise. Yeah, and, and that's I mean, I know I hate that process, right? Like I hate like going and you know your your gut knows if this is not gonna be the right person for you. And I I hate having the conversation. I dread having that ending conversation because it just makes me feel terrible. Mm-hmm. I hate hurting other people, even though I've been hurt plenty of times. Like I hate doing it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I I yes, I've definitely been in situations where I have I have gone on I have spent weekends with one guy and then weekends with the other guy. Ooh. I have. Full weekends. Oh, full wow. Full weekends. Yeah. Okay. I've done so that. This is actually, this is not even figuring out if you like the other so one. This it's is fully double like, dating. This is like. It's almost dating. like you're living a double life in a, in a weird way because, you know, th- these, th- these two people had no clue that I was seeing somebody else. They had no clue. Oh, like sneaky Jen. I, so I, there have been times when I'm like, am I repeating myself when I tell this story? <laughs> Is <laughs> it don't him even who I know for sure. Yeah. Or, remember uh, that? Remember that? That show we watched? No, we never watched that. Yeah. Oops. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's memes about yeah, it. Actually. My friends it's are like, like, I admire the fact that you're able to do that and keep it and keep it straight. But, you know, <sighs> it comes from it comes from what I've been through. And, 
you know, I'm not going to say it's right. It's almost like a survival uh, or, or a defense mechanism that, that I use. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's definitely happened for sure. And, and you know what? The problem, too, is I feel like society right now doesn't make it okay. Because basically, it's your, if, you, if, like, if you've been dating someone for three weeks, right, and you guys have been intimate two times, and you genuinely enjoy the person, if you go to that person and go straight up like, listen, I want to explore this a bit more so I'm not going to see anybody else. I'd say a lot of times it's not received as it should. It's no, it's like, not. It's received as like, whoa, uh, you're going way too fast. And this, well, you're a little psycho. And therefore, <laughs> it seems like you have to somewhat have a little bit of a dickish behavior, wait the appropriate amount of time to have that specific talk. So I can tell you, um, I have had that. I have had that. I'm sorry. I've had that conversation thrown at me before where the guy has been like, just so you know, I've gotten myself off of the apps and I don't want to see anybody else. And how, wh- how long within the... Uh, within about, I don't know, it, it's like a couple of weeks. Yeah, that sounds that sounds Which is great. I, I feel happy that yeah. I can make it a, that kind of impact on someone. Um, <laughs> that being said, I don't necessarily look at that as a do you want to be exclusive conversation so you so you see that (laughs) as him being i'm going to be exclusive to you but you don't have to be exclusive to me unless we have the conversation where we say unless you say me too both of us (laughs) pretty much Uh, both of us i didn't say me too kind of me too um yeah um unless both of us say all right so we're not going to see anybody else this is just going to be us Mm -hmm. uh let's act like we're a couple now that's it I mean, for me, I need that that verbal ask. Okay. I need that. Will you be my girlfriend? So, but there's, st- and then but, I know that I need to behave as a, an exclusive, committed person. Okay, two questions. The first okay. question is: the guy is saying, you know, I've taken myself off the apps. I don't have any interest in dating anybody else. Right? Yeah. What's your answer to that? Okay. Cool. It's great. That's great. 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 Good news. Oh, that's great. Okay. It's very, it's very sweet. Okay. So that means I don't say anything. I don't say anything back. I, you know, but if you are into it, would you say, oh, okay, great. I'll do the same. Or what, what, what prevents you from saying I do the same? I just, I just think I'm really, I have gotten really, this is like a whole therapy session, but like, I've just gotten really bad with okay, so it needs being more in a relationship. Okay. Yeah. Especially right now. I don't, okay. and I, I can't, I can't tell you like, you know, where that came from. It's been a recent issue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like where I am right now. Okay. And, and so, so it would work, but you know, basically if it's too early, you'd be like, okay, you know, do you, but I'm still do me. If you don't want to see anybody else, but if it's too fast, basically, yeah. unless it, it was, you know, if, if it, that, that happened after three months and you went to the guy, you would most mm-hmm. likely do it. Yeah. That I think your thing. heart knows when, when it's yeah. ready, when you're ready to be exclusive. A lot of guys like to move very fast. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I, I think so. I think um, it sucks, but like guys are into girls very fast, but they're also over it very fast, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and, that, and that happens even to me where, you know, all my friends are the same. It's like, oh my God, I met this girl. She's dope. She's dope. And, and, and then a month in, you're like, ah, oh, no, I guess not, <laughs> you know? Well, and that's okay. That, and that's why I don't think there's, I don't think you should rush into anything, you know, that's. Yeah, the, but you can't, you can't experience the person unless you're really into it. Like you, it's like, you'll never know if this is going to work if you're always 
half in the relationship and half out and you're not actually behaving like a mutually exclusive couple because otherwise you never know what it's going to look like. But, so, but someone who's been hurt over and over again, it, it's very tough <sighs> for you to – and anyone who's gone through that kind of horrible situation, like horrible breakups, what, toxic relationships, which can be said for a lot of other people, I would imagine – uh, anytime you're in that kind of situation, it scares the shit out of you to just dive in. Well, unfortunately, you, know, you there is no compassion here. You have to man up because by doing that, you are hurting somebody who could potentially be great for you and who you are hurting somebody the way you've been hurt. And then they are going to act I like know. that to somebody else. I know. Exactly. And then you're just perpetuating, you that's know, it. the and pain you're just that making, you've gone through. Exactly. And if you never open up and trust someone, then you'll never find whatever you're looking for. That mm -hmm. is the first thing. Also, there's a huge world between I'm taking myself off dating apps and we are now boyfriend and girlfriend committed. You I agree. You, know, you can be committed sexually to someone while still having your own life, your own friends, and him having his own life, his own friends. Personally, that is my favorite type of, of relationships where you know that you're somebody you can talk to, you can, you, you know, you can text, you can call each other, you want to go do a week, little weekend getaway, you can do it. But when it comes to Monday, if you have shit to do, you don't, you know, it's not a big issue if you take four hours to answer your text message because you're busy. It's not a big issue if on Friday night you decide to spend time with your girls or your boys and not hang out with your girl. Yeah. And there's such, it's like, it's not like we're dating, we're together. It's like we're dating, we become somewhat sexually exclusive, and we can also still have our lives. So you're saying you're saying that, that you know whatever you might be afraid of in terms of like that level of commitment you think that it, there, it, it comes from being constrained and restricted. I think there's so. a lot of parameters in a relationship. I agree with because that. If if a guy comes up to you that you like and is like it says, oh, uh, I took my I took myself off the apps. However, just so you know, that doesn't mean I want us to be in a relationship tomorrow. I don't want you to meet my parents right away, but I like you enough to tell you. I don't really have an interest to date anyone, but I still want to have my life and you can do your life. You want to go a month and wherever, spend some time with your friends. You can, I'm mm -hmm. not going to hold you back. Yeah. That, and that, those kinds of conversations I've had with, with people and with, would that with scare guys. you? And that's fine. That doesn't scare me at all. No, okay. that just tells me that the guy's really into me and that I'm, Mature. I'm lucky for that, you know, and I, and I, that makes me happy. I'm not turned off or afraid of that. It's the exclusive. Let's be boyfriend and girlfriend conversation that gives me pause. Okay. But again, you could be and exclusive that and not probably be have to see a therapist about. But yeah, you, you understand. Okay. You could you could be exclusive with someone and not technically be boyfriend girlfriend. Can you? Yeah. I, the I don't only know the only and the only exclusive thing is meaning don't go fuck someone else. Well, I think then then you're talking about exclusivity being a very fluid and temporary thing. Because yeah, like I'm not currently actively like I could go a couple of weeks without seeing somebody else, but not you're not my boyfriend. But do you know what I'm saying? There's a more, there's a, a, a more, a, a permanence with boyfriend and girlfriend that, that doesn't come with exclusivity. If you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that they're, I think they're one and the same to I, me. Yeah. I, I, th I think to me, the, the way, the way you're seeing all of this is actually messing you up more than anything. I think that personally the way i do it is i like someone i let them know and once we start hooking up and if this becomes a more of a obviously a, a reoccurring kind of hookup type of things and we go to dinners once in a while we have drinks stay over all that stuff to me i'll generally generally stop talking to somebody else and see where this goes and if it turns into a relationship it turns into a relationship if if it turns into a friendship it turns into a friendship but 
having the openness and, and the freedom to let things grow how they are supposed to grow takes off a lot of pressure in the whole thing mm -hmm. and not putting everything in a box. I, I did notice that it's an American thing where are you together? Are you not together? If you're hanging out, are you sleeping with other people? Are you not sleeping with other people? Are you sexually exclusive? Are you not sexually exclusive? Are you mutually exclusive? It's like yeah. everything is so categorized that people get messed like it messes you up because but you like, have to have, but you have to ha be held accountable in some way. What I mean, you can't just say, "Well, we're exclusive, but I'm going to go have sex with somebody else now." Well, no, Do you know but what I mean? just like follow your guts. Like, I mean, I've been I've been with girls where we never had a talk, but it was so clear by the way we behaved with one another that there's no way this girl would go see somebody else, and vice versa. What about lies? You know, in in when you're in a relationship, like this is something, man. Like, and I'm sure you have stories too, but like. Okay, let's say you're you're in a relationship with someone, right? And then you have this cool in interview, right? Yeah. With, with let's say Brad Pitt. Yeah. Or who's your celebrity crush, apart from I me? I mean, uh, you know, I'd be Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Right. Great. So you're um you're interviewing Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt kind of like hits on you a little bit and be like, hey, you know, God, we, sh I we should go, we should go grab drinks. And you are in a relationship with a man that you love dearly. Do you go home and say, hey, babe, Brad Pitt kind of hit on me he wanted to grab drinks or do you just not say anything because nothing happened <laughs> and is that is well, that there's bragging rights in that <laughs> uh, okay sure uh and Without that's also rights. by the way what his current girlfriend probably did i'm guessing uh and this by the time this airs it will probably be over anyway but oh. she has you know that his current girlfriend is married oh i don't know yep okay. I don't so anyway this. So, anyway, okay, no, anyway. the bigger picture, if somebody hits it. at you at work, do you tell your partner slash boyfriend that somebody hit on you? Or do you feel like it's just going to create an unnecessary argu like argument and if nothing happened, then you don't need to talk about it? I think the bigger issue is not necessarily a celebrity because celebrities are celebrities sure. and in general, they're unattainable. Um, but... Would when you it say comes something? That is my question. You, Jen, would you say something to your partner <laughs> if somebody hits at you at work? Um, I, 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 yes. And I have, I have. And why? If you haven't I, acted on it, why do you feel like if, it? and I never would act on it? I, I just think it's, it's just interesting. You wouldn't act on it unless kind of, you're kind of dating. I kind of like laugh, laugh about it. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but it's just an interesting story, but that's, that's not where I've had issues. The issues arise when, and I'll just give you an, an anecdote, right? Um, I was dating a guy for, two years mm -hmm. in, in a committed relationship and my, and I used to work in New York. So, um, and I hosted a morning show. So my face was on the front of every bus in New York and my ex-boyfriend saw it and texted me and said, Hey, I, I see your beautiful face on, on the front of every bus in, in Manhattan. Hope you've been great. Uh, miss, miss, you know, miss hearing from you. And I wrote him back. Thanks so much. Hope you're doing great. Mm -hmm. And then I deleted those messages. Okay. And then I made the mistake of telling my current boyfriend that my ex-boyfriend had reached out to me. Okay. And what happened? He, asked he to see wanted the text, to see the text. And you said you deleted them? And I said that I deleted them. And then he, and looked then like, he, and then he lost looked, his shit. Yeah, because now you look guilty. Yep. Exactly. So I was being honest, but I was also, I deleted the messages because I wanted to avoid an argument. So you're like preserving the state of the relationship and you don't want to introduce any anything that could make him doubt, you know, you as mm -hmm. a partner and your loyalty. 
so why would you even introduce that that conversation into the relationship? So I deleted it. I should have never brought it up because I'm telling you, if I had never brought it up, it would have never been an issue. Yeah. Uh, but, but would you have considered that lying if you didn't bring, bring it up? I, I just and that's. I mean, it's a lie of omission. That's that's kind of a, a textbook definition of a lie of omission. And I think we do that a lot in relationships to yeah. preserve the to preserve the balance and the stability of the relationship. And I, I don't know. Do you think there's anything wrong with that? I think if an so I think it's different. I think if somebody that you know you're on a f- you're on a shoot and somebody that you meet once hit on you and you know ask you out and then you have you say you have a boyfriend and you know you're n- most likely never going to see this person again. I think this does not require you know telling your partner. Mm-hmm. But I think if it's somebody who you've had history with and that you have you are with you've been with for a while now this this new person that you're with. I'd say I, I would have done the same. I would have said it. I would have said, listen, it's no big deal. I just want you to know in case you find out my ex reached out. Um, I sent a message like this and I haven't talked to her, but I just feel like you should know. I feel like that long term wiles will, will benefit in terms of trust, adding trust to the relationship. Because if and when this, your current partner, if they ever find out that your ex reached out and you never said anything, it makes you look more suspicious than mm-hmm. anything else. Right. Yeah, that's it's the almost the deleting of the text messages. Yeah, that if you hadn't suspicious. deleted the messages, you'd probably been cool with it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, but, but I'll 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 give you like an example that is isn't quite the same. But I had a girlfriend at a time, and uh, we we were dating for about a year and a half, and um, she she went to Croatia, like she was from Croatia, and I uh, went to visit her for like a very brief like five days during summer so we could kind of see each other and on the island that she was in there was a lot of friends at the time i was living in montreal we had a lot of friends from montreal that were also on that island and there was one guy in particularly in this in this uh in this group of friends that i've never met was kind of like an older successful version of me because i was 21 student uh, broke and um and i knew because she had mentioned that she thought he was hot yeah so right away, you're, uh, you know, you, you, that, that's not a great thing as right. a guy to know. Yeah, your ears stand up. Yes. Yeah, a little bit like, oh, this dude is a bit older. It seems like a better candidate than me. He has more money and you think he's hot. Cool. And now he's going to be around the island about you and your friends when I'm gone because I'm only here for five days. And then I left. I went to the Caribbean to meet my father and I'm having like a good like 10 days or two weeks. And then one night, one day, like we're talking over text with her and she goes like, oh, uh, last night, oh my God, I drank so much, I blacked out. Um, I was like, all right. And but then she says, but luckily that specific guy was here to take care of me and was able to make sure I, Oof, I got home okay. God. And to me, I'm Ugh. reading this and I'm like, why the fuck do I need to know this? Uh, yeah, right. I Absolutely. don't need to know this. No, you because need to now, have that thought in your head. Yeah, now I'm, I was chilling with my family. Yeah, exactly. And now all I can think about is, is this girl, this, this guy taking advantage of your drunk, blacked out girlfriend. First of all, yes. Uh, is he being an asshole and taking advantage or is her being drunk and somewhat attracted is is, is something ever, ever happened? And also, what the fuck are you telling me? Are you trying to make me jealous yeah. for some reason? And. In that case, I would have rather not know anything. Right. Just fucking, you know. So what did that do to your relationship afterward? I messed it up. 
It messed it up. Um, you you know, messed it up? Oh, it messed it, it up. It messed it up. Yeah. And honestly, like, as much as I was, like, behaving on the island, I definitely was more prone to flirting. Right. If I was out, I was more prone. Because you're like, she's going to go and do what she wants to do, so yeah. why not, why so why, not do yeah. the same thing? You know, except that I didn't say anything. I didn't say, oh, I went out last night, this girl hit on me. I was like, you know what? My father's always told me that silence and people not knowing what you're doing is always worse than knowing because when you don't know what your partner's doing or where they've been up to your mind goes crazy sure does. and you're out there thinking what if it but if you know this is what happened it might hurt a little bit but you're like this is what happened you don't really question it so you think it's you think it's better to just leave that out um again i think because it depends it what it questions is questions and doubt and then mistrust and yeah. your brain fills crazy. in all those gaps yeah and uh, again it depends what it is if yeah. you're, if i've been with someone for two years and we're pr- practically living together and her ex reach out i want to know mm-hmm. right i want to know if 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 she was on a shoot one day and the ad hit on her i don't give a fuck i don't even right know. you know what i mean and, and and by the way that just means that you're dating a hot girl you know, yeah, I mean, of, of course. course, it happens every day. If you're dating a hot girl, men are going to hit on her every day of her life. Yeah, I don't get guys that get mad. Like, you know, if they're out with their girl, they go to a restroom and then some dude's talking to her. And be like, yo, what the fuck? Are you talking yeah. to dude? It's like, bro, like the dude probably approach her. Just be a man and be like, that's what happens. I'm dating yeah. a hot girl. And but see, a lot of guys who who exude that kind of like negative, negative energy and controlling behavior yeah, well, force their girls into lies of omission. Yeah. Honesty, you know, honesty yeah. comes from compassion and understanding. If you don't have those three tenets of a relationship, it's not going to work. Yeah, uh, I agree. So I think that it's like, you know, when, you're, when we're talking about lies and lies of omission, it really is contextual. It really is based on how you treat each other. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I would go with the truth mm-hmm. every time and what happened. And there's a power in how you explain it. And also, you have to know who you're talking to. Like, yeah. if you know your your boyfriend is very jealous, you have to really pick the right words to explain it. And and you know, as as a guy, he, you know, you need to be understanding. It's like, right, not for nothing. But you said if a guy's jealous, listen, like, then he's not the right person for you. It's gonna be he's tough. Not. You know, he's it's not. gonna be tough. Um, you should uh, somebody somebody who's in a healthy relationship really shouldn't feel compelled to do the whole lies of omission and, and no. to not tell. No, but some, you, know what I mean? you know, again, and, and again, if it's somebody hitting on you here and there, who, who cares? Well, we don't need whatever. to know it's, that the yeah. dude in the line at Starbucks hit on you. Like, yeah, exactly. Because no it's kind of also it feels like as a guy, I could see this like, OK, are you trying to let me know that there's other men that want you? Right. Yes, I know. And then the guy would be like, other girls want me, too. You want to, yeah. you know, so yeah, it's really I think it's case by case. You know? um, also, and that might, I would, this is, a, I'd say, a, a, an advice for girls. Okay. If you have to deliver some type of news like that, like, hey, you know, this happened today or blah, blah, blah. Pick your moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't do it if you know the dude's had a rough day because that will just fucking be the one last thing he wants to know and he'll explode. Do it right after sex. When you're having sex. Oh. No, no, have sex. Men don't want to fight after they have sex. No. We are the most peaceful human beings. After we come, we're the most peaceful human beings. Let him, you know, do that and, and, and have sex. And then after that, chill for like 20 minutes and rub his back and be like, hey, babe, just so you know, my ex reached out today. Uh, <laughs> and geez, and the, dude will be so like, the dude will be like, he'll be like oh okay. My God. The dude will be like, oh okay, my God. have you 
Did you answer? Yeah. Did you flirt with me? No. Okay. I'm good. I'm going to go Yo, to sleep, Yo, I baby. thought I was a savage. <laughs> You're the real savage here. <laughs> okay. So then, then we've, we've talked about, you know, the yeah. lies that we, that we do or make or say in a relationship. What about when a relationship is about to come to an end? Honest in how you break up. <laughs> Ugh, I think I that have a feeling you have a, some depends. stories about this. No, not really. No? But I feel like it, again, it depends. If it's honest with someone that you have been seeing for two months, you might need to admit the truth. If it's somebody you've been with for like three, four years, and this things are not, then you you want to be honest. Um, and that and that's my take on it. Um, but. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> <laughs> so the whole it's not you it's me that's not a, that's not great but like so for example my buddy if I want to add something with someone my buddies always always say just be a little vague and don't don't say that you're silly over it don't say that you know you're you're not really j- just kind of say hey you know it is what it is and 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 let's just be friends right and I've tried that and the problem is you always get a question a hundred percent you always get so but why like have you met somebody else and not I find that if you are honest in the sense of, look, I am not interested anymore and it has nothing to do with me meeting somebody else, but I'm just not interested. I don't see this going long term. It is it is harder on the person, but it's there's less back and forth and there's less. You're not giving the choice to the other person to be right. Like, exactly. Debated to, and be like, well, or, let's or think to about correct it. whatever kind of behavior yes. you say is 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 happening. So, yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree that honesty is always the best policy there. Mm-hmm. Um because sometimes it is. Sometimes you just lose interest and you, and yep. you change as a person. And or that. you meet somebody else. Or you meet somebody else. Would you say that you met somebody else? That's the problem. If, if I have been with someone for a long time. And you're just going to lay that on them? I met someone else. I, I, you know, I wouldn't be like I met someone else. But I, like, if I'm dating someone for like two months, no. They, they, that's my now at this point. We, ha- we don't know each other long enough. It's not, you know. It's, it's my business, but if I've been with someone for like three years, four years, and I find myself not being in love anymore, and I meet somebody else, I feel like as respect towards this person, I have to say, uh, you have to be, it's a tough conversation, but you have to say, look, my feelings aren't there anymore, and I realize my feelings aren't there because I found myself being interested in somebody mm-hmm. else, and, and I feel like I have to, you know, shit hurts, but it does, it does. But I feel like people will respect honesty way more and when they look back they'll be like yeah it hurt me but honest at least he was honest I'd personally i would feel less offended if the guy said i met someone else because then i would i would think uh, this has less to do with me and more about how into this other person he is okay but yeah, there's, there's nothing worse you know than than walking away from a relationship thinking could i have done something differently yeah could i have changed this is there any way i could have saved it so i find that the more i care about the person the more honest honest i am yes um, if I, if I, if I think the relationship is unsalvageable, then I will be honest and I'll just say, listen, like I either met somebody else or mm-hmm. like, you know, this is just not what I'm into anymore. Um, w- what's your exit strategy or your exit talk for somebody that you've dated for like three months for three months? Yeah. Like, you, you know, you guys have hooked up multiple times. Like you're hooking up on a, on a regular basis, but you know, mm. let's say you met someone else. You're just not into it. What's the, the exit <laughs> strategy there? It depends on how much I care about them. If 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 I, I mean, you should say three months. Yeah. Three months. I mean, yeah. you can you can you develop can feelings for someone yeah. that way. I don't know if I really have a, a like a blanket strategy. I think it's like all contextual. I feel like you know, it's, yeah. Sometimes I do meet other people, and sometimes I just 
I just don't want the that level of commitment that it's going to take, you know, because I, I feel like after three months, that's like the determining point, right? Like mm-hmm. three months, you, you know, whether that person, yeah. is, you, you want to be in a relationship with them or not. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I try to, I hate dumping people. Like yeah. I, it just, it makes me cringe. I hate it. The um, more you do it, the better I you're hate at. It. You oh God. What's wrong with you? <laughs> that's true. Jesus. It's like eventually uh, it becomes like you're just ripping a bandaid. I know. I know. And I do feel a lot better after I do it. Yeah. There's like a sense of relief. But you know, like with relief. my, with, uh, my ex-boyfriend, my most recent ex-boyfriend, I, you know, I just Which said, this one? is. <laughs> this is <laughs> you know if you if we remember correctly you could you know you could be with someone with a month it's about a month yeah a month official it was like a month that we were official yeah and uh and i i just said listen like this this you have stressed me out <laughs> to the point where i cannot sustain being in a happy healthy relationship with you anymore wow. because it is already like pandemic city and coronavirus central Ooh, this and is recent. this is recent mm-hmm. yeah and you know you're gonna go back with your family and like this has been a stressful situation and i i can't deal with it anymore mm. that's it yeah so so if it's if it's in and honestly look i mean if, if it is that person's fault then i would i would want them to to know that it is so maybe they for the next person they can they can make adjust. some changes yeah. yeah they can course correct all right so it seems like overall generally speaking like it's kind of case by case but we are picking truth being truthful over lies i think the truth and lies aren't good Mm -mm. no so guys don't wear hats or high heels girls stop wearing so much makeup you know lifts Uh, girls stop wearing so much makeup and and fake stuff right um the beginning of dating your is battles pick and choose your battles yeah. pick and choose your you know what you want to tell the other person the beginning of dating is messy as hell yeah it seems like it because sure. some people do it sure. differently so i guess be open and i it's better to be open and talk about it and um yeah lie if you have to I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's if it's irrelevant you can lie or omit something but if if it's something important I you think, should say it. I and think always tell the truth after sex that is the main <laughs> thing to me that is the main point of this podcast is tell have serious after conversations sex? after sex okay that's yeah. a bit that's the most valuable lesson that this i've is, taken from this podcast and you're welcome to always break bad news to a man after sex serious conversation after sex okay yeah We'll give you whatever the fuck you want after sex. Right. You have a small window, though, about like 20 minute window. 20 minutes? Yeah, and then we start to regain consciousness. Then you start to or come alive fall again. Asleep, regain so consciousness. Yep, exactly. Um, and guys, um, you know, we insist on this, but if you have specific topics you want us to discuss, hit us up. Oh, yeah. Email. Yeah. Xappeal Podcast on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. DM us. You can DM us. And uh, ask the questions, and hopefully, you know, we'll we'll make a podcast about it. Just no feed pictures, please. I don't know why you would say that. 